0: This is my friend Paris. And this is my fiend, Simone. We're friends and we like to introduce our friends to each other. So welcome to my friend's friends. So today I am bringing Brittany, my friend from Houston, Texas, to hang out with us. And Paris, who are you bringing?
1: I have brought Jamie, who lives in Huddersfield, England, but is from Malaysia.
0: Hi, you guys. Thank you for being here. Hi, hey guys. Oh, I'm so glad and I'm so excited. Yay! <laughs> our first segment is our meet <laughs> So Jamie, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, sure. So it's about okay. how, how I met Paris, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes, how you and Paris met, what you remember about it in 60 seconds. Paris, would you time <laughs> Jamie? Okay, so Jamie, uh, in three, two. One
2: go so when I met Paris um, we are not actually friends at first but I remember the first time I met her was when I was a placement student in the company that we both worked for I met Paris in office and you can hear Paris in the office. She's very, you know, there's just someone that sounds really happy and the accent is different from the rest of the office, right? So for me, I pay a lot more attention to that. And I don't know, I just really, Paris didn't know that at first, but I really wanted to be her friend at that time, but I was very shy. So I didn't really approach her until uh, we have a food festival, uh, in Hadesil and oh. then I took her, took her to try out some Malaysian food and then we started talking and all I can remember is this girl is so cool and I really want to be her friend mm. <laughs> yeah that's- and then I came sweet. back for like a full time job after and yeah we just turned out to be really good friends after beep 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 beep
1: <laughs> yay <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic it is because I did not know
2: that Yep, oh Paris God. didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's <And> really cute.
1: <laughs> I totally forgot about the food festival. But when the moment you said, I was like, oh, yeah, that Malaysian food was so good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my, yeah, I don't know I'm that I've you ever like tried it. Malaysian. I'm I'm fascinated that I would love to.
2: Oh, Simone, there's a lot of good Malaysian food around London. So I can give you some recommendations.
0: Yes! Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. yes. You can
2: take her to the... Uh, embassy. When it's
1: finally or
2: oh yeah, the 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 embassy has a Malaysian canteen as well, but right now it's not operating yeah. because of okay. COVID. Yeah. But once everything opened up, you should go try that. It's like very authentic Malaysian food. Even the setting looks like you are in Malaysia. Just people talking and walking. Oh my gosh! By. I have to go. I
0: have to go. <laughs> that sounds incredible. Okay, yeah. Paris, are you ready?
1: I am. Mine's gonna be embarrassing. <laughs> okay.
0: Three, two,
1: one, go. So like Jamie said, she came as an intern to our department and she wasn't working for me. She was working for another person, but my intern was friends with her because they were the two interns in the department. So I just kind of knew that they ate lunch together and I thought, oh, that's nice. Um, yeah. Totally <laughs> do not remember the food festival. <laughs> Shame on me. <laughs> um, but when you came and I don't even remember in between, but then I knew you were coming back and you ended up being put into the department that was sat next to mine, even though you weren't in my department. Yes, And yes. so she sat just like right across from me. And, and really, you. <laughs> <laughs> apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. And so I just remember that's, that's really, again, I don't exactly remember the moment that it was like, Oh, we're going to be friends. But that was my, we we really started connecting in the office and then yeah
2: (laughs) yeah.
3: (laughs) the rest was history (laughs) uh, pretty much
2: no i love it sitting across paris in another cubicle and just greet her every morning you know say hi to her every morning Mm. that's the start of this friendship yeah that's (laughs) so sweet
1: (laughs) Not a lot of people are again like I said. Not a lot of people are lucky enough to work with their like best friends for oh, and, and for a so long great. time. And then I moved
0: like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> oh. I worked I worked as an admin person and um for 3 years. So I know what you mean about like when people come in and you're like the the you see them and you get to like greet them and everything. Like some people are grumpy in the morning and they don't want you to greet them, but I am like a people person no. and I'm always and like there were certain people that like, you know, we could have our morning hello, and that was no. Always I mean,
2: like... I mean that's so good because yeah. I, I don't know about in America, but in U. S. Uh, in U. K. How people here work, they normally don't greet people as much, or mm-hmm. they're not mm-hmm. as. As open, I don't know, like mm-hmm. it, it takes time for them to warm up to you. And so there's... when Paris works in, and she yeah. just brings this very happy vibe to everybody. a like, hi, everyone. American <laughs> vibes. American exactly.
1: And a morning person. I had, already <laughs> I had already been up, probably had already run, had to walk 30 minutes to work. So I was awake.
0: <laughs> wow. Jazzed and like raring to go.
1: <laughs> they used to, uh, one of my friends, uh, again, another guy at work here Paris. Bring your optimism somewhere else.
2: <laughs> that's so great. No, yeah. don't listen to them. Don't listen no. to them. We need more of that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, Jamie. I'm like a optimist to, to, to my detriment. Like, mm-hmm. I need to... No, that's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So, uh... Brittany, would you like to okay. start oh. us off for your and Simone's meet cute? Oh my gosh. And if you just want to start, I'll mark the time in my brain.
3: Okay. (laughs) Just tell me when. Okay. And in two, one, go. So I don't remember the exact age that I met Simone, um, but I met her when we were kids. (laughs) We were definitely teenagers. Um, Simone and I actually met at our dance studio in Houston, Mm -hmm. um, dance studio that we... We danced out together, Um, but we ended up actually becoming a part of the company at that dance studio, and that's where Simone and I really like became friends. Um, I don't exactly remember when I knew she wanted to be my friend. I just knew like she was so just positive, and she radiated this energy that I just knew I wanted to be a part of. And when she said she was optimistic to the end, I that's exactly how I would describe her, and I just. (laughs) <laughs> and I just knew I wanted a friend like that especially when you're you know 16 and there's just a lot of drama in high school and so I knew she was going to be the kind of friend that I that I needed and wanted to be with at that time beep, beep, beep. and to this day
0: <laughs> Group beep beeps. oh I love it oh my gosh I'm so excited oh that's so wonderful yeah okay should it I go is.
1: Yes, Simone. Okay. (laughs) Paris, will you do the time last time? Thank you. I can. Okay. Three, two, one.
0: (laughs) Okay. So we both auditioned for the dance company that Brittany mentioned. Um, I believe we started at the same year. Like we both got into it our sophomore Mm -hmm. year of high school. And that first year, I would say was not a good year relationally for that group. Like there was just mm. weird vibes. It was like negative energy, not drama, but just like not friendliness. And the mm. second year and third year was really, really good. I would say much more like positivity and like warmth. And um Brittany and I just like connected. I feel like our dance school was really healthy. Like, there wasn't competition involved, but there's still just like comparison that happens when you're doing something like that. And I don't associate our friendship with any kind of like me comparing myself or or anything like that. And I'm running <laughs> out of <laughs> time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but
2: that's so cute. Yeah. That was perfect. Can I assume both of you are really good at dancing then.
0: Oh, well. We, I mean,
3: too humble.
0: (laughs) Are you still dancing, Brittany? We loved it.
3: It's it's so that's what I was gonna say. It's like at the time, I feel like I was pretty good. Mm -hmm. I guess for that age, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like being being a teenager. I don't know when you started, Simone, but I I started dancing at that school at Mm -hmm. three. Yeah, I I was four. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: the kind of studio it was. Like you just did it for like your whole life. And yeah.
2: And what kind of dancing is that?
0: We
3: we did primarily ballet tap. And then jazz was kind of later in your training. But I mean, it was just a very laid back school and we were a family. And so Mm -hmm. similar to what Simone said, if you left to go do competitive dance or drill team, it was just really sad. And so once you're in that together and you've made it to the point where you're in the company, which you usually start. Or you can, you're. I think you're eligible at like sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. That you usually have gotten to the point where you've been dancing together for years. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. making that making that company takes you to the next level. And so I think that's why Simone and I didn't mm-hmm. really become close until then because well, we were Brittany, kind of in I our don't own. Think we were
0: in the same class, even. I think we were in different I know, classes I don't think we were. until we were in the company together. And that's kind of a cool thing mm-hmm. too. Is like actually I was thinking about this with our friendship is that I went to a middle school where it was like kids from all over the district, you know? And, Uh and so then we went to different high schools. So we would Mm -hmm. only see each other at dance. Mm -hmm. We weren't in middle school together, but Brittany and I actually in reality probably have like a ton of mutual friends because (laughs) I was friends with those kids. Like, in your in our like preteen years and then Britney was friends with them in like high school years and so i just think that's like crazy when you have like friends in different stages but like you kind of overlap in different areas mm-hmm.
3: very cool yeah cuz nice. when when you guys asked if i was a good dancer Um, My answer was going to be, I can't really say for sure now because I haven't danced in a long time. Mm. Yeah. Um, I when I went in when I went to college when I graduated, I actually did dance at college for about a year and a half.
0: So, were you studying dance originally in college? Was that like I was? Okay. Okay.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I was like going the kinesiology route and like wanting to because eventually I wanted to own my own studio, but. I came to okay. the conclusion i was like i don't necessarily have to have a dance degree to own my studio if that's what i want to do later yeah, so, for sure. which now mm. that's not what i'm doing at all mm. yes. so, <laughs> so i haven't danced since i was 20 20 but i'm pretty sure if there was
1: some pop and music and you decided to yeah. shake your booty on the dance floor they can
2: dance i truly believe that yes
3: i can do the yeah. casual shaking the booty thing
2: yeah. <laughs> I took a good break
0: too, Brittany like in college I didn't do any kind of like classes or anything I picked it back up when we moved away from Colorado and then I've picked it up since then but I think that's also true that like you could pick up Mm -hmm. hobbies that you or passions you know that you put down for a while so Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have anything like that Jamie yes
1: with piano
2: yeah, I was I was thinking about it. I yeah. was like, which one, Paris? Which one are you talking? Um, yeah. I mean, so I totally get when you guys say there's there's a hobby that you grew up with, but at some point in your life, you just decided, ah, maybe I would take a break, and that break mm-hmm. just extend to <laughs> I don't know how many years, right? Yeah. So I I started playing piano since I was five, mm-hmm. and um, I really enjoyed it. It's what I wanted to do, but I got my first diploma. So I went for exams every year and I got my first diploma. I think maybe fourteen, fifteen, I can't really remember, but I just decided that it was too much of a hard work, like to get there. And <laughs> I just don't and I just didn't enjoy it anymore. And I, I really think it's the mindset as well. When you started getting into something more competitively, mm-hmm. um it, you just won't enjoy it as much, but it's something that me and my housemate are thinking about. Uh, picking it out again. We're looking at keyboard, um, um electric piano. Sorry, nice. right now, that maybe we can play something casually. Again. Yes. Yeah. We'll oh,
0: see. that's great. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's where that's I awesome. th- again. I think that, like you say, you'll. Yeah, it'll take you a few sessions to then get back Mm -hmm. into the groove but you're you're so once
2: you start Mm -hmm. it's something that you can pick back up i guess (laughs) and when you told me when
1: you told me about your experience with piano and you know a little bit more detail than the quick quick quip you've just given Mm us i could tell how much you like it how much you love it right and that it was the whole Thing around the diplomas and the competitiveness that you were just like, mm, I ain't got time yeah. for that. I like this. Yeah. I want to enjoy it, not be forced to do things.
2: Yeah, with it. and there's there was also one incident that I remember is mm-hmm. that I watched someone on TV playing piano. So this guy called uh, Lang Lang. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys know who that is, but he played he played um, professionally mm-hmm. and watched him play. I have this very sad realization that no matter how much I practice, I won't get to that level. Mm. I don't know why it was a very sad day for me as a 14 <laughs> years old. And I just decided, mm. you know, like maybe because mm. at first I was thinking about doing it uh, as a job after I graduate, right? Mm-hmm. I had have this thought for a while and then, once you realize that you have no talent... Well, not that level. No. <laughs> and it just makes... It just breaks my heart when I was when I was young. But now yeah. I think it's silly. I think it's a very silly thought to give up something just mm. because mm-hmm. I yeah. thought I have no talent. Mm. <laughs>
0: right. No, I'm sure that's not... It wasn't true. i too. That you had no <laughs> talent. <laughs> but it sounds like you we're on i I went on a different path and it was the right path Mm, it was a nice path (laughs) it was an (laughs) interesting path for sure so it all turns out well Mm. okay Mm. good um wow should we jump into our next segment
1: yes please i'm very excited
0: I'm very excited about this one. So this segment is our 36 questions to fall in love. And we are going through <laughs> Dr. Arthur Aaron's list of 36 questions that are supposed to make anyone fall in love. But we are going through them as friends. Awesome. And so <laughs> since we had Jamie go first in the last round, we're going to have Brittany go first this round. Okay. And Brittany, we are wondering what is the greatest accomplishment of your life so far?
2: Wow. <laughs> I know. Wow.
0: <laughs> the questions get progressively more intense. So we all so... get the same
2: question? We all yes. get the same question? Both you both get do. the same
0: question. Okay, so I so... can start thinking. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no <laughs> so we're fair. Into this... no, I know.
3: <laughs> um, Gosh. Gosh, I feel like like my life is on the line with this question. No, um,
1: we're not gonna I know judge. It's
3: my greatest accomplishment. I would say probably my career, just because mm-hmm. um, um, I'm a dietitian and the the road to becoming a dietitian is very long. Yeah. Um, and it gave me a lot of stress over the years. Yeah. But you know, I <clears throat> I, you know, matched to an internship. I got my graduate degree. Um, I over, I overcame a lot of, um, just a lot really. I Mm -hmm. mean, you know, my, around this time when I started, um, or when I was applying to be, to get into an internship, to become an RD, like I said, it's a long process. Mm -hmm. Um, that's kind of when I realized, um, that I have anxiety Mm -hmm. and, um, it kind of, I think this whole process led me to the road of understanding my mental health. Mm-hmm. And I'm very grateful for that. And mm-hmm. it's, I'm still figuring out, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I, mm-hmm. I just think like looking back um, that whole process, it, while at the time it wasn't fun, I, yeah. I, I am really grateful for it because it made me stronger. And, mm-hmm. but also it led me to a career that I love. I mean, it's, I just, I never wanted to land into a job where I, you know, you're spending the majority of your day is work. Welcome. Over the yes. majority
1: your- <laughs> Yes.
3: <Brittany>. Yes. <laughs> and so like, I, I was just determined to love my job. And so, you mm-hmm. know, if I hadn't gone through all of that, I wouldn't be where I am today loving what I do and just being very grateful that I get to spend the majority of my life doing something I actually love. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to say school, but I'll say like I'll say it's school. It's it's yeah. having overcome all of those things to get where I am today. I'm mm-hmm. I'm very proud of that. But once I have kids, I'll probably say kids.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am so on board with your answer. <laughs>
0: I want to. I know we would normally do this kind of thing at the end, but Brittany has a really beautiful Instagram account Ooh. that everybody <laughs> should follow. Okay. Which, Brittany, what's your handle?
3: It's so long. I don't know why I did this. this. <laughs> um, it's the peaceful warrior rd.
0: Okay. And peaceful there's War dots RD. in between
3: all of that. So yeah. I'm gonna um, check it yeah. out. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, And it's a, it's a, it focuses on like bodily. Oh, yeah. Um, Health at every size. Health at every size. Like, yeah. It's so (laughs) inspirational and beautiful.
3: (laughs) I'm working on it. Um, (laughs) No, I just really wanted to, you know, this that's been part of my growth as a dietitian is Mm -hmm. creating a space that helps others feel at home in their body and, you know, fighting diet culture. I'm a huge, Mm -hmm. like, anti-diet culture dietitian. I honestly, now that I'm further into my career, I'm like I wish my title wasn't dietitian, but it's okay. Mm. Um, well, everybody has a
1: diet. It doesn't necessarily have to mean the diet that we've associated that word to be. Like
0: restrictive? Yes. Exactly,
3: Paris. That's what yes, you read my mind. I'm a vegetarian, so like, that's know, my diet. It doesn't mean that
0: I Yeah. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So,
3: weight is not indicative of health. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. for so long we've put so much mm-hmm. um importance on someone's weight and it's it's just I'm I'm trying not to curse. It's no, just
0: we through the oh is that a show day I didn't know yeah. you, yeah. On the <laughs> yes, you curse on B- a show. Yeah it's <laughs> basically
3: BMI's bullshit that's what ah, yeah. <laughs> I BMI, so, BMI
0: bullshit.
3: It's all about just promoting that and then also promoting mental health awareness. Yeah. I've, I, you know, I've been diagnosed with anxiety, depression, OCD, you know, multiple eating disorders. And so I I think it's just the huge thing is that we don't talk about it enough. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, mental health, there's so much fear around talking about mental health and I don't see why, you know, we talk Mm -hmm. about physical conditions all the time. So why are we so fearful about talking about, you know mental illnesses Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't get it so that's Mm -hmm. why I wanted to start that I'm like I don't want to just be a dietitian in this space I also want to talk about health at every size from a person who's also experienced anorexia orthorexia Mm -hmm. and and actually talk about this and break down these
2: walls yeah
3: so that's my long answer to your question Simone sorry
0: no that's fantastic
2: (laughs) I love it I hope we have that kind of culture back in Asia because it's just like you say, mental health is not uh, talk enough. And if it's not talk enough in the Western world, it's not talk enough uh, mm. in countries like Malaysia. So Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. That's okay. a really
0: good point. I love mm. that. Ugh. All right, Jamie. We're oh. over to you. What was the question you- again? <laughs> I'll repeat it. I'll repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> what is the greatest accomplishment of your life?
2: I don't know whether you know, like everyone got different paths. So I, I, I'm pretty sure what I've achieved. I feel like I didn't, haven't even achieved much at this age, right? But, um, for me myself, one thing I'm really proud, recently, probably is how I handle living in a pandemic, Mm -hmm. being alone, Mm -hmm. in isolation most of the time. Yeah. Mm. that's so good it's not easy and is for such a long period of time my lifestyle changed from going to office every day and Mm -hmm. goes to work from home Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: like Paris already mentioned I'm from Malaysia I don't have families here Mm -hmm. I live in this city because it's where I work so Mm I didn't realize how little human interaction I get from mm. going to the office because most of the time mm. I talk to people by, you know, going to work. I make all my friends, like 100% of my, oh my friends yeah. work, <laughs> in yeah. work. Yeah. So it, it's just a complete uh, lifestyle change in, and it was quite difficult. But yeah, I made it a year and still feel okay about things. Can I, I, I add know. a little
1: comment in there? Yes. So Jamie actually took over my flat when I moved from England to Germany, ah. and that's the first. And we talked about it a lot because it's the first time that she's lived alone. So not oh, in only, my life as well, that's,
2: that's right. You? Not only
1: did she move in by herself for the first time yeah. in November of 2019, <laughs> and then oh, this wow. and then this pandemic hit. Right. So wow. I also just wanted to add that because I think it's a really interesting piece of the resilience that you've also shown, right? And the
2: yes. But to be to be honest, I love this flat. That's why I chose choose to move in after Paris left. Yeah, Mm it's it's a space for growth. I I think it's just finding out more about yourself and things like that. And yeah.
0: Yeah. I I loved I lived alone for a year. I loved it. It was great. (laughs) Nobody else's
1: crap to worry about.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, and if there was crap, it was my crap, which like is different. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. True. Very True. cool. Paris, will you get us set up with our next segment?
1: Okay, so we're going to play Would You Rather. You're more than welcome to <laughs> add some qualifiers to why you would choose it, or you can just choose <laughs> it. <laughs> so, Jamie. Yes. We're going to start with you. Sounds good. Okay. Would you rather live in virtual reality where you are all powerful or live in the real world and be able to go anywhere but not interact with anyone?
2: This is so difficult because living in real life without anyone, that's my life for like- I know, right? And I don't like that. So I would choose virtual reality.
1: I I I agree. We've all Outlanded. learned what it's like to live in a world yeah. where you can't interact with people. No, <laughs> it's like yeah. a fake world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. So, Brittany, <laughs> would you rather be chronically underdressed or overdressed? <laughs> Ooh,
3: Sorry. thinking a little bit here on this one. I am. Wait, you know, because it's. I'm going to go with chronically overdressed because like, I'm kind of an extrovert. So you're
0: from Texas, baby.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But also, I mean, being overdressed, you're like, well, sorry. Like I'm just being me. Mm. If it's, if it's weird, if I'm, if if you make it weird, that just makes it fun. So whatever. Oh yeah. Ooh.
1: (laughs) I like that statement. I always say, It's only awkward if you make it awkward. That's kind of my little (laughs) ditty there. Uh, But I like what you just said. True. Okay. Agree. So, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Simone. Would you rather wake up as a new random person every year and have full control of them for the whole year or once a week spend a day inside a stranger without having any control over them?
0: definitely the second one yeah. um i would like to once a week spend a day inside a stranger without having any control over them it would be infuriating but i think it would build <laughs> a ridiculous amount of empathy
2: oh, so that's good
0: so i think i'm gonna go with that one
2: wow you're brave being <laughs> <Dang> in <it>. someone's <laughs> body while they're doing something that you totally cannot accept like <laughs> yeah
3: yeah
0: but at the same time like i feel like when i do people watching you know i'm always like what is it like to be that other person mm-hmm. like what ah, is it you know
2: it's similar to that oh huh. yeah Interesting. <laughs>
0: all right paris mm-hmm. Would you rather know how above or below average you are at everything, or know (laughs) how above or below average people are at one skill or talent just by looking at them?
1: If I go with the first option, it makes me sound (laughs) self-centered.
2: No, self evaluation is not necessarily self centered, right? Well, this is. Oh, that is some wisdom. Jeannie is like bringing the wisdom.
1: (laughs) But I think that I don't want to know how bad or good people are at things. And to be honest, you can probably tell sometimes. (laughs) I work (laughs) with plenty of people where I'm like, breathe. So I'm going to go with the first one. I would rather know how above or below average I am at everything because then maybe I can work on bringing my below average skills to average or above average.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hmm. All right, Brittany, would you rather live until you are 200 but look like you are 200 the whole time, even though you are healthy, or look like you are 25 (laughs) all the way until you die at age 65?
3: uh 200
0: really
3: so you're saying like if i get this i would tomorrow i would wake up looking like i'm 200 yeah but it sounds like like you're 200
0: from day one you're like benjamin button baby
3: (laughs) (laughs) but not going backwards at all um i I, when you said i would be healthy and if i'm mobile and i can still travel and i can still do things then yeah i'm going with that Mm -hmm. because then i can live till That would be pretty cool. <laughs> Nobody's done that That'd before. Be awesome. No, that would be yeah. so cool. And I just
0: don't want to look like I'm two hundred. Well, like, yeah.
2: <laughs> I oh, know. how but does two hundred so looks like? Like two hundred years mm-hmm. old? I don't even. <laughs> you're just a.
0: You're just dust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dust. but but I don't.
3: But sixty
2: five. That's so young. Imagine going I mean, backpacking when you look like a 200-year-old. <laughs> Everybody will try to help you like throughout the whole journey. Like, maybe he's nice. night. <laughs> uh, yeah. People carrying break. your bags and stuff. <laughs> That's uh, That is great. I'm just imagining
3: it. I'm imagining what I look like at 200 and I'm really excited about it. Like, oh. now I want that to happen. <laughs>
0: Oh, it is pretty cool
3: <laughs> that was a great question I loved that one
0: <laughs> okay Jamie would you rather find true love today or win the lottery next year win the lottery how
2: much money are we talking about <laughs> I don't even
0: have a set, thinkable
3: amounts <laughs> you can always find your true love later Yeah. The
2: <laughs> yeah true <laughs> Yes! No, I, I like that down answer. Down. I'm gonna steal Brittany's answers. <laughs> like, I'm lottery. so sorry. I
3: shouldn't have answered for
2: you. <laughs> <Love it. laughs> yeah, no. I mean, winning the lottery gets you a lot more things, and with money, I can find true love. I'm not sure, but I can I can use it the rest of the time <laughs> to buy. Well, as Simone, <laughs> <You're>
1: leveraging. <laughs> I left you that message last night about me winning the lottery.
0: Yes. Wait, did
1: you or? No, I've had a, I've had a really, really, really good week in money. Don't oh, know, like good money week. Good it's money week. That I've just, I was talking to my boyfriend last night, and I real, as I was telling him all this stuff, I was like, wow, maybe I should go buy a lottery ticket because <laughs> you should. <laughs> so maybe. we had, yeah, we had a discussion hurt. about what one would buy with a lottery ticket, and his suggestion was to buy an island in the Caribbean. And that with that money, we could have our own island and we could have our own state. And I said, well, And we... what did
0: he say? Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. It was so, so
1: cute. I said, well, what's the name of the state? And he said, well, I need some alcohol to figure out what the name of it's going to be. But one, <laughs> but one thing is for sure, the currency would be love.
3: Oh, <laughs> that is just... <laughs>
1: too cute I, don't <laughs> I don't
3: know. Know. and then
1: i said and laughter and he said oh yeah yeah laughter money or, or love and laughter love and love laughter and love are gonna laughter. be the currency
2: <laughs> please invite us to your island <laughs> <It> <laughs> um, absolutely to live there.
0: <laughs>
1: and there oh, has yeah. to be one mountain i said the stipulation is there's at least one mountain he is a beach yeah, person just one though i am a mountain person <laughs>
0: yeah
1: <laughs> so oh that's good okay <laughs> simone <laughs> Would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for a decade?
0: No, this is horrible. <laughs> no, uh, jail, uh, jail for five years, jail. coma for a decade. <sighs> Come on, Simone. <laughs> I guess. J- I guess jail. You guess because. At first, I was thinking coma because actually my friend was in a coma for like a week recently. Mm. Um, and I'm just thinking how long that week felt, you know, um, and 10 years would be just unbearable for like your friends and family. But if you're in jail for five mm. years, first of all, that's less time. And second of all, you can – you can better your life there you know depending on the jail you're in there's lots of uh opportunities now to for enrichment and communication with the outside world so i think it's so
2: positive even in jail she's thinking about (laughs) self-improvement
0: i'll be doing improv in jail (laughs) oh my Uh, gosh all right paris would Mm. you rather lose your sight or your memories
1: sight (gasps) oh yes hands down i know yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i i on actually have a nobody's ever confirmed this but and i hope it's not the case but i feel like my eyesight is so bad in one eye, and it just keeps getting worse. That I kind of think that maybe one day it's just gonna stop working. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're just gonna be like having an eye patch.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or it'll still be there; it just won't work. Yeah. Again, totally not a funny thing. I know there are people who lose their sight, and it is very uh, sad, yes. right? Um, but no, I would definitely rather lose my sight than my memories. Mm. I think my memories are very much
2: Precious. who I
1: am. They make me who
3: I am. So yeah, but you can just ask your really cute boyfriend who thinks love is currency to do like the notebook for you. He could like <laughs> he, it, it could literally be like a life version of the notebook. And you can
0: true that's a good point like if you capture if you could i mean now we have everything so well documented too
3: Mm. yeah that's true i think yeah i would i know it's not my question but i have one of my (laughs) memories (laughs) Mm. because the thought of not being able to see the world like really makes me sad Mm. like Mm. i don't know Mm -hmm. that's just
2: yeah and maybe with losing your memory every day you see everything as a new like everything is new to you every single day maybe Mm. that could be nice i don't know I,
1: that's
2: such
3: a positive spin jamie i love <laughs> that
2: i got it from simone
3: <laughs> well i'm still gonna go
1: with sight even though fair, you both make freedom. very oh, yeah. <laughs> good no, stand arguments stand by stand by your yep. original yeah. choice. Yeah. i because do not want you to to as much as somebody skewed. might be able to tell you about the memories and you might be able to see them recorded or something you're still never going to be able to if they're completely wiped mm-hmm. right you're never mm-hmm. going to be able to Experience. associate the the actual memory with the feeling that you had at the time yeah so fair. and i I Mm. guess I would not like to lose my sight, but I've at least seen some pretty cool things. So Mm. then I would have him describe the things to me.
3: Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's cute. All right. It's cute now. Okay. We get it. You guys
0: are so cute.
1: No, I am not cute.
0: I am not cute. I know. Oh my God. He is. No oh my gosh so before we talk about where to find us online i have a very quick anecdote about finding online um people mainly Brittany. uh britney i don't know how much you know this but i did some serious internet stalking of you in What's 2019 why, <laughs> why?
3: Okay,
0: this is a little confessional moment i guess so In 2019, we were planning on coming back to the States for like a whole month, which was going to be a big deal for us. And so we were planning this month-long trip. We were going to like go across the States. We were going to be at our dance studio's recital and it was going to be the 50th anniversary of of our dance teacher having her studio and doing recitals and I had this like dream that your husband and you would come down to Galveston for the weekend and the <laughs> four of us would rent a little house and we would get to hang out and do like dance recital things that weekend and oh, I was tra- so I was, tra- I know I was trying and I totally to get-
3: would have done that too
0: <laughs> I know right and so I was trying to get in touch with you and i was like looking on social media couldn't find you <laughs> um like googling like how like your name your maiden name your current name i literally found a like resume like an old resume that must have been oh my online gosh. from something Found an email address. Emailed the email address. Didn't hear back. It was
3: probably my old email.
0: <laughs> probably your old email address. Contacted our dance instructor. instructors. I'm still in touch with Miss Jane. Um, oh. I so Miss Jane and I are like raging Democrats, and she's like surrounded <laughs> by all of these, you know, Trump supporting. Yeah,
3: Republicans. Mom, is also, why me and you have always connected too. <laughs>
0: Democrats, I think we always knew friend.
3: that about each other, even <laughs> as teenagers.
0: <laughs> um, so basically radio silence until Brittany emerged from her cocoon back into cocoon? Instagram <laughs> and we reconnected on Instagram. So that, yeah. I just wanted to say how happy I am that we got to reconnect.
2: So oh. nice.
3: <laughs> um, I can't believe that. That's crazy that you were looking into me at that time because I did. I had done a complete social media cleanse. Yeah. Essentially, I normally don't like that word, but I'll use it for social media. <laughs> um, I just I had gone through kind of like a big life changing yeah. event, and yeah. I, you know, was in recovery from my eating disorder at the time, and I was like, my, um you know social media was very triggering for me Mm -hmm. and so I was like I got rid of Facebook I got rid of Instagram I got rid of everything Mm -hmm. I get cleaned you were so clean I I couldn't I was like (laughs) "Ah, let me in there and I was so content too like I yeah and I just you know I came back on social media because I missed that interaction with people because of the pandemic. Like I got back on mm. of August of last year and I was like, I miss having some kind of interaction with people outside of my mm. house. <laughs> and um, so that's why honestly the pandemic is the reason I got back on social media. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. when I hopped back on, I was like, you know, the reason that I left social media, I want the space that I create on social media to be the exact opposite of why I mm. left. And so that's honestly why I'm doing what I'm doing now on Instagram, because I was like, I saw so much like comparison and hatred on social media prior to that. And I was like, I want to create a space of like just peace and acceptance and love. And I just like I just even though I'm a very like small, small, small piece of that, like very small, (laughs) I just I wanted to be a part of it once I started following people that really inspired me. So, cool. um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. social media doesn't have to be toxic. It yep. it can be very inviting. It's it's all about who you follow yep. and that space you create. You
2: know. Mm-hmm.
3: So, so yeah, sorry, I, I went down you a rabbit hole. Don't, don't with
2: me that one. speech. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I
3: just love that you follow. You were trying to follow me or find me when I literally went off the grid.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> you did such a good job. But what you've what you've said, you know. So Jamie and I are were gym buddies and oh, it, I I know. <laughs> we joined oh. the same gym together in January, 2019. She got me into spinning, which I had never had any interest in before. Oh. And <laughs> I still only have interest in this one spin class. So <laughs> uh, by these guys, it was amazing. Yep. And you know, in that we I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Jamie. But you know, we talked about food stuff, and we both struggled with things, and we've been there for each other, and that mm. the gym, the in addition to our other friendship, you know, we then forged a gym friendship. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it just was the highlight of my day, most of the days when we would go and we were there
2: four or five times a week and it, yeah. yeah and so and we don't do that to you know like lose weight to to weight ourselves and whatnot we do it because it makes us happy you mm-hmm. know makes us feel fit and whatnot right so
1: and i just remember mm-hmm. one morning after during the spin class i think i said to you i was just in a moment of like pure ecstasy of just happiness <laughs> what you know on that bike next to jamie and in the spin class and then she i didn't have a I didn't drive in Huddersfield and Jamie had a car, has a car and, you know, she would drive me everywhere. (laughs) So we would cop in the car and go to work. And anyway, so it's a, I'm really happy that you're creating that space because there are people out there like us who love that space. Yep.
2: hundred percent. Mm hmm. This is why we're connecting so quick. (laughs) And then, uh, my
1: last thing I just realized, Simone, again, there's just so much that Jamie, we can talk about. But, um, yeah, we, Simone, rightly so, asked me some questions about Daniel the very first episode we had of season two. Uh And Jamie is the reason that I met
0: him. Oh, yeah. (gasps) she, I forgot, is, but yes, she I is the one who said <laughs> were you yeah you made her get on the app mm-hmm. yeah no think,
2: because she was looking at my app like swiping it and i'm like paris go get your own app and then, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i was a wreck but uh so thanks jamie
2: <laughs> no problem my pleasure <laughs>
0: Oh, good job, you guys. This was so wonderful. It really was. Talking about where to find each other online, we're going to tell everybody where to find us. So, listeners, you can come hang out with us on Instagram at myfriendsfriendspod, our website, myfriendsfriendspod.com, or send us a love letter or hate mail (laughs) if you must. (laughs) I read the love letters. Paris reads the hate mail mm-hmm. at myfriendsfriendspod at gmail.com. And if you feel like it, give us some stars or say some nice things. Tell us your <laughs> favorite friendship stories or crazy friendship stories on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use because we're not telling you where to listen. Just listen. Just write. And
1: thanks so much to Fran Boig for our magical music. Yay.
0: <laughs> Okay, you two. Thank you so much for doing this. We love you. We're going to let you get out of here. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Thank you so much. This was a blast. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Bye. There's no podcast limits here.